Welcome to Yento and Nikki's podcast. We're just two Jersey girls that are insanely bored and are ready to talk about anything, everything, and sometimes, honestly, nothing at all. I didn't even realize that girl I started eating like a part of a cake and like stopped and then just sat back down and was like oh I still got some yeah yeah that's this is what I'm doing now just I just be you know working from home when I feel like it just going getting a piece of cake just sitting my ass did wait did you make the cake or you bought a cake oh girl no I went out and bought this I bought this they had like (laughs) This this was like a um there's a bakery that I love and I, I originally went in for coffee and saw the it's a tart actually, technically. So I saw it and it was all pretty with um strawberries and it looked like a strawberry mousse. And I, I said, Oh, what's that? And the woman was like, Oh girl, that's like my favorite. <laughs> And then she described it and she was like, you know what I like to do? I like to cut it in half and have half, you know, now and then the other half tomorrow. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to buy this. And, you know, I'm not going to be able to wait. Like what she described was so magnificent. I was like, I'm going to try and do it. She's crazy. Yeah. 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 This is. Yep. So I'm about to finish this. Um, But yeah, deliciousness. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hi, guys. Hi. I like cake. (laughs) (laughs) You like sold me. I haven't even I don't even fucking see the cake. And I'm like, can I have a piece? Because that sounds phenomenal. It's like marzipan and Mm. strawberry. And then it's like. Mm. The marzipan strawberryness is almost like a mousse, and then underneath it's got like almond um, paste. I don't know. I bet there's Oof. a fancier word for it. But then it's uh, on cares? top of like, I know. I'm like, who the fuck care? You could tell me anything. I'd be like, yep, sure, put it in my mouth. I love it. <laughs> um, and the crust is just delightful, and yeah, it's lovely. So um, yeah, go. Uh, you know, when we're done, go go get you go get you some cake. Find yourself a nice. Uh, bakery and get you some cake because uh yeah that's what i miss about new jersey um Mm. and i know this is not just a new jersey thing but you know as i feel like as you go further south and outside of cities um the scarcity of like good bakeries are hard to find period but i feel like you know there's certain pockets i think so i mean Mm. you like I, I, when I think of a bakery, I think of like, you know, um, uh, a family owned company. It's a small little bakery, sure. cute mm-hmm. little thing in like a, a on a, sh- a block, you know, mm-hmm. but that formula and idea, they can't compete with like the, the big supermarkets anymore. So a lot of those bakeries right. just can't afford to stay up and they close down and then you end up going to like a, a big supermarket to get a cake or whatever. Right. Um, so it's just hard to compete. So when I see them, I really do try to patronize, you know, the mom and pops and the bakeries because they're just such a treasure. And, yeah. you know, people who do that certainly do not go in that business for, you know, a ton of money. They do it mm-hmm. because they love it. And yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there are few in San mm-hmm. Antonio. They're not a ton, but that's like pretty much everywhere. You know, they just get run over by stores have a ton of money and you know they can have a bakery in-house so um, right 
Yeah, shout right. out to the bakeries, man, because those things are so good. Like, there's a bakery in New Jersey. Um, I don't even think it, I don't even know if it exists anymore because I was a kid, and then my dad was a kid when he used to go when he was super young. But <gasps> we would pick up. I don't remember. I wish he was here. I could Damn. give you more info. But in Newark, um, mm-hmm. in historically Italian neighborhood, which is the Ironbound District, and give some history. Um, Ironbound mm. District was historically like Spanish from Spain. Portuguese and Italian. Um, mm. They all kind of migrated to this one part of Newark. And of course, when you think of, think of all the food I just mentioned, like right. food galore, right? So, you know, there were so many different types of food and br- things brewing in that, that neighborhood. My dad grew up in that neighborhood and there was an Italian bakery that would create like baguettes. Mm. Um, probably not, but you know, they didn't call it baguettes, but it was a baguette size piece of bread. And at mm. some point, they used to deliver that bread to houses when my dad was a kid in his house. It, you know, it's just such an old school thing. Like, I don't even, I was, I don't think, no, when we were young, I don't think they were still doing milk deliveries. But back mm. in the day, when my dad was young, they still would deliver milk and bread every day. Right. Fresh bread and milk you would get from the milkman and the bread guy. They'd come to your house and do it every morning. Mm. Um, obviously, that's a thing of the past. Um, right. But one of the things they would deliver bread every morning. And then, you know, as my dad got older, I think they stopped the bread delivery or whatever. But um, my dad, after school, this would be like the kids snack. They would run from school, run to this bakery and get these, you know, long pieces of bread. And hopefully, you know, it was so hot. It was still, you know, hot out the oven oh, yes. and get butter and just mm. smush it and go to town. Mm-hmm. And that was when my dad was a kid. So at one point in life, my mom was working in that neighborhood and my dad would pick me up from school. We would drive to pick her up, but we would like, it was like such a treat. He would go, I think we have enough time. We can stop by the bakery for it closes. And we would get that piece of long bread Ooh. and just sit Ooh. in the car and like, you know, oh. they, you know, at, at this point I'm young. So they have like a little pieces of butter you get with it and just mm-hmm. let the butter melt. Uh, like I'm having girl. like nostalgic, like the uh. smell, the taste, just fresh yes. bread and butter. Like that was amazing. Uh. Yes. I thought you were about to say your parents met at this fucking bakery and I was going to lose my shit. I thought, no, you no, were like, no. and you know, at one point my mom was working at the bakery and I was like, oh my no. God, did they meet at a bakery? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. They did not meet. No, she was working in the neighborhood at one point in my in my life. And right. it was such a treat to like my dad, me picking my dad picking me up from school and us driving mm-hmm. down to the neighborhood and like, oh, well, we we have enough time. We can make the stop to the bakery. And it was like the joy in both of our eyes. Oh. Like, I don't even think we made it to pick up my mom with the bread. It was just us like, you know, <laughs> right, hoarding right. it in the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before and then her getting in. My mom. Right, her getting in and being like, y'all, yeah, y'all had the bread, didn't you? Did you save me any of the bread? No? Okay. I smell it. Thanks. I smell it. Who got the bread? Who got to see the crumbs? crumbs. on the uh, the, uh, the car on the floor. (laughs) It didn't even make it. It didn't even make it to the next destination. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. Isn't that crazy? Like, those memories just stay with you. Like, I, I I hear you. Just like... Yep, I know, I know. It's such a lost art. Anyway, support. Yes, support your local bakeries. Like they, they need all the love. Um, I hate buying cakes from like supermarkets and stuff. It drives me crazy. Um, 
because I know there's just such better quality out there. So, and I'm not saying bakery, it's not bad. I don't think grocery store bakeries aren't bad. They're not, they're fine. But Mm -hmm. if you can just patron the mom and pops, they really need it. And it's always better anyway. Just tastes better. (laughs) You're like, just secret. Yeah. No, I fucking love it. Oh my goodness. Well, well, hello. I'm sorry we got on a tangent on bakeries. Hi. 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 How are you? I was going to ask you how, how your weekend was. Um, How's everyone else doing? Hello, welcome. Um, yeah, how how was your weekend? What did you do this weekend? Oh, oh how was what did life? I do this weekend? Life is good. Um, you know, I've had a series of low key weekends. Like nothing really. I got my nails done. Love it. Um, I did go out one night. Um. I've I've made a friend. <laughs> oh, okay. Not like a romantic friend, just like make a friend. I know. But I was no, like, actually, what do you mean by friend? Yeah. What do you mean? No, okay. No, got this, it. Got I, it. listen, if it was that type of friend, I'd be very clear about it. But um, <laughs> so one of my girlfriends has a um, a colleague of hers. Her daughter lives here. Um, mm. course, you know, and she's like fun. So I. It's nice mm. to meet people and get introduced to people and, you know, have someone else to hang out with and do shit with. So we went out um, for dinner and um, what did I do on Sunday? It was Mother's Day. So um, mm, I had a little yep. family brunch with mm-hmm. my brother and sister and mom and dad and the dog and the baby and my nephew and all that stuff. So it was just a nice day. Uh, the Knicks lost Friday night. So I'm sad to say. Um, on this pod that the Knicks are no longer in the playoffs. So um, that was a somber note to start off the weekend. Oh, uh, I know. I know. Honestly, I'm so sorry. you know, this is a sports episode, just precursor if you guys care. <laughs> but I'm going to so say know. this and I'll, uh, I'll wrap it up here regarding the Knicks. Um, we aren't ready. You know, that... <laughs> This semifinals that we just lost, it kind of, it was like a red flag. It was, we're not ready. Um, there's some pieces that need to be made. You know, we're, it's a young team going, mm. we were going against Miami Heat, which is a vet team, a vet championship team, a team of people who have been to the finals, know how to kind of turn it up for the playoffs to get through each round. We are not there. Um, and mm. it was very, very apparent in that second round, the semifinals that we just are not, we're not mentally prepared for that. So it was actually nice because it was kind of like, let me out of my misery. This, even if we won this round, we're not winning anything. We're not ready. So unfortunately <laughs> it, it was a bittersweet in a sense, like, okay, I'm, I'm happy that the Knicks are finally a team of contender after 20 mm. years. I'm happy we're there, but we are not a championship team. We're nowhere near it. Not even by luck. It just won't mm. happen. Um, so this is the, I know. I mean, you got to kind of, you got to have a come to Jesus moment, even in your fandom. <laughs> and <laughs> Friday night for me was my, all right, I know that you're moment. a fan. Yes. Mm. Like move mm. yourself away, step back a little bit and really think about this. Like this is not, yes, you want the hope, you want the love, you love it. Yes. We want them to win. Yes. Rationally, but let's uh, irrationally, but let's think about this rationally. They're not ready and they weren't. And so they lost. Um, so, um, so I feel like I need to cue the yes, it's it, well, we lost, we're done. Okay, um, we're dead. So, um, 
Yeah, I'm I'm sad, but also I'm excited for next year and what we can do. If this is what we can do this year, I'm excited about next year. So that's my okay. uh, political approach of being a Knicks fan. Otherwise, it's fuck them. Boo heat. <laughs> fuck that. We out. We the best. We the best. We the best. We major. Um, yes. Question. Yes. I, and maybe that I know this is a loaded question, but this is me trying to expand my horizons, mm-hmm. uh, learn a little bit more. When you say it's a young team, um, is it a situation and and forgive me, one, for my ignorance, and then two, if this is going to cause you to um, feel a type of way, uh, if it's going to cause okay. you to be in your feelings, feel free okay. to cut it short. But okay. um is it so when you say a young team, is it a situation where like there are the players are actually like n- new to the team and because they haven't had an opportunity to really play and gel and get to know one another? Or is it like is the coach new? Is it a combination of the two? Like if you could expand a little bit, because I'm trying to learn. Well, where, okay. where do you think? Yeah, I think yeah. when most people say their team is a young team, um, mm-hmm. we are talking about experience. Um, and being in the league. So Mm. I don't think anyone on that team currently has, and I may be wrong on this, but the probability is more than, than a few have Mm. never been to the playoffs. You know, Mm. they've never in the NBA, you know, they've never hit that next step. Um, They're young and experienced. They're young in age. It's, it's a it's a young team in age and experience. That said, okay. when you're going against a team that has more veterans in the league mm-hmm. and veterans that actually has have won championships and gone to the playoffs and fought that f- fight, mm-hmm. you're going against people that know how this shit go. And you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, we're young team, we're young in age, we're young in experience. We don't really know. So yeah. sometimes, especially. And in, in, in when you're grueling out games, experience starts to matter more than your age and youth. <laughs> mm-hmm, right. <laughs> so right. In these type of games, whereas, you know, you're, you're thugging it out. You're thugging it mm-hmm. out. So your experience starts to kick in. Like, okay, what do we need to do to make adjustments? And you learn that as you, you know, you're, if you are, you've won a championship, you know how that shit go, you know, the grind, all the steps you need to take. And when you're young, you don't have that, you know, you don't have that, that fire and that drive. I mean, this, these are all building blocks and experienced builders, but you're not there yet. So Miami, for example, has a ton of veteran NBA players. uh, And one, more importantly, NBA players who's actually won Championships. Championships. So, okay. Yes. Yeah. So mm. when you got that experience on the team, it helps. It really does okay. help. So I am happy in the sense that we are young and we're youthful and we won't, you know, the problem with having in a, a veteran team is that there's not much time on their, con- you know, there's not much time right. left for them, you know? For them, so yeah, yeah, they have the knowledge, but physically it's like, hey, you right. got a couple years with us, you know, maybe two or three, maybe, I don't know. But when right. you got youth on your side, you got longevity mm-hmm. and they will grow with their experience. So, you know, it's kind right. of like a, I'm happy we have the youth team, but we just got to get the experience. Right. It's that bittersweet, like you were saying yeah. before, where it's like, yeah. okay, 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 got you. Okay. Thank you. I was like, what, what does that mean? I was like, mm, no, is the coach these young? Are great questions. Is the coach- this, yes, is, yes. this is a sports episode. <laughs> Sports, 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 sports. Yeah, we're doing it. We are we are sporting it up this uh this episode. It's gonna be a lot of um 
ignorance on my end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I should uh, <laughs> use that as a segue to to talk about my well, weekend and my you, yeah. Talk oh, about your bad, weekend and you know do your thing. I didn't. I will say I didn't do anything. I, I same thing. Chill weekend. Uh-huh. Didn't do much. Um, super low key. I, I watched a couple uh, movies. One of which was about sports that I'll come back to. Um, yeah, Mother's Day was chill. Uh, my mom, I, I think I've said she has since passed, but what I like to do on Mother's Day and also for Father's Day, I kind of take the day to remember them. Um, yeah. I, I, I did fail. What I typically do was that I will try to, um, cook their food. So okay. for my mom, I'll do some like Puerto Rican dishes. Oh, that was yes. a hot mess. That did not, oh. that did not happen. No, I, you know, I tried. I, Nikki, <laughs> this is the second week in a row where you're failing the ancestors. You're failing wait, the ancestors. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. It was, it was, it was not, uh, it was a failure to plan appropriately, not necessarily okay. failure to execute. So okay. it was more like I thought I had all the ingredients when I got, you know, I, I'm, I'm home. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to a coffee shop. I'm going to do this. When I get home, I'm going to start the blah, blah, blah. Got home and was like, oh, all these ingredients that I thought I had, I really don't have. Like, I swore to God I had like three cans of pigeon peas at home and did not. Got home and was like, okay. nope, just gar- garbanzo beans. And I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not. Because if I go out to Whole Foods or wherever, now it's like 730. I'm going out to pick it up, coming back. I'm not starting. I learned my lesson from the Jamaican incident right, where right. I started cooking real late. So I was like, nope. So um, Puerto Rican ancestors, please forgive me. Um, but <laughs> it was it was about the planning, not the execution. Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like my execution of the Puerto Rican dishes is... Uh, better than Jamaican dishes. Like Puerto Ricans okay. have taken the lead. If this was oh, if to wow. use a sport analogy, yes. if we were doing relays, you know, uh-huh. the Puerto Ricans would be, you know, they would be uh, ahead. They'd be leading. They would be, yeah. Okay. Jamaicans are a little lagging behind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. My Not you creating diaspora wars. <laughs> diaspora <Ooh. laughs> you, Diaspora wars here. My God. <laughs> I hate you. That is so great. Riots in the Caribbean because of you. Jesus. Because of me. Because of what I've said. Just, well, you know, hey, I... I don't know. I I don't want to start any wars. Um, I'm just one person. I'm just trying to hold it down for the two. Um, They are... are they are uneven at the moment. I'm hoping to change that. I'm hoping okay. to have them balance one another out, but they're not quite there just yet. Um, so give me some time. I'm going to work on okay. it. But uh, that was it, truly. That's that's all I did. It was super chill. Um, <laughs> that's why I was quick to be like, let's talk about sports, because that that is truly all I did. I really okay. just tried to get down with some of these uh, shows. Um so I will, because my weekend was lame and all I did was really watch this movie, I will use this as a segue to talk about the movie I saw. Ladies and gentlemen, I saw Air, uh, the story about uh, Nike and it's, um, I guess, the relationship with Michael Jordan and how that came to be. It, I will say... Um, I enjoyed it. I think I think it was a solid movie. Um, I've I, seen was, nothing but but praise. So okay, 
Yeah. Yeah. I I think um I, okay, I think the reason why I'm like it was solid it it's I how do I want to say this? This sounds terrible. It it's not it's not boring. It's a very interesting story, but I think mm-hmm. because I knew it was kind of about like Michael Jordan and the and that relationship, I thought mm-hmm. there was going to be more about his life and it really isn't it's it's more, it really isn't about his life yeah exactly yeah. so that was kind of my again going back to the theme of this episode nikki's ignorance that was my ignorance going into it um but it it, it is interesting it is very interesting the soundtrack is fucking fire like 80s fire like i was listening okay, to it okay. and i was like oh my god you were bringing me back i okay. remember this growing up and being in my dad's car and my our little like 1984 Camry with the tape deck, listening to the jams. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so that, but the, the storyline, right. So I, I knew nothing about this. Basically, um, I don't think it's a spoiler, especially if you are uh, remotely into sports. Um, I was not, so I didn't know any of this, but it basically was the concept or what happened was that Nike, um, I don't think it was a new division, their athlete division or their basketball division, but I think it was struggling around this time. And so the, the thought or the motivation um, was to recruit new athletes. And mm-hmm. so they got wind of Michael Jordan. They wanted to strike a deal. Um, and their whole mindset was like, let's build the shoe. Let's build a shoe around him. So mm-hmm. obviously that's the birth of the Air Jordan. They they pitch it to him, the storyline, and and I'm I'm assuming this is true, but it sounds like it was Mama Jordan who really was sold on it. It wasn't so much Michael. Like I guess the idea was that at that time Nike was lame. Everyone wanted to be all about Adidas. Yes. Yeah. Nike was a very young company and had mm-hmm. no footing in the in the sneaker industry and they were lame yeah. and yeah. it was like, you know, a startup trying to get a superstar. And it's like, are you fucking right. kidding me? Yeah. Right, right. So um, you know, they really uh the I forgot the main character, the 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 dude that was behind sort of recruiting Jordan to Nike. Um, but he goes to their home and speaks to mama Jordan and they have this whole discussion. So she's the one who kind of um, convinces Michael to at least hear them out. They do the pitch. He likes the shoe. But the biggest thing that I did not realize was that apparently this was something that had not been done until this point in that they, they accept, they accept the bid. So, uh, Mrs. Jordan calls and it's like, Hey, we're going to take your offer. I think at the time it was like 250,000, but Mm -hmm. here's the thing. We want him to have a percentage of all sales of this shoe, like the shoe and his likeness. Mm -hmm. Um, and the guy was like, Nope, they've never done that. That's not what we do. Like, think about it. Like we're, we're kind of marketing him. Like that's how we view it. And she was like, that's great fantastic but like this is what we want so you figure out like you know how if you can make this happen and if you can't that's fine then he's going to go elsewhere so they take a a quote-unquote chance they give him the percentage and 
you know, they, they crack a joke where they, the folks that made a decision, the CEO at the time was kind of like, you know, this really could put us out, but we got to take a chance. And he was like, ah, like what's going to happen? It's going to sell like, maybe he'll sell like 3 million shoes. And then (laughs) cue to all the statistics. It was like in the Mm -hmm. first year, it sold something like 800 million, something like insane. And then it said, uh, currently, like this is still the case, that man makes $400 million a year just off of the sale of passive income, just on the sale. Can you, girl, I was like, say what now? Unbelievable. But oh my God. kudos to Mama Jordan, though, for having the sense to to ask for that and to get that, because, you know, I'm sure the folks like, you know, they showed that whole scene where he's like, we don't that that's never been done. Like, we do not do that. Like, nobody has this. And she was just like, OK, that's fine. If your answer is no, that's fine. But just. We're going to go elsewhere. You let me know. Like, didn't push it. Was just like, hey, you let me know. And they got it. And dude is sitting on $400 million every year doing nothing. I mean, year. he is right per year. Let me not say not doing the, the man as a fucking, even with my limited knowledge of sports, I recognize obviously that Michael Jordan is a fucking god. He is an amazing athlete. So he, he certainly has put in his time. But the idea that just passively, passively, he just, he just, 2023 will end and he will have $400 million just, just from that alone. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So, um, it, uh, it, it sparked a lot of, um, interesting discussions in our household. Um, okay. Just in terms of like, you know, uh, well, passive income, but then also athletes and just a, a discussion about the shoe itself. Like the idea that I, I don't, I don't think any, does any other athlete have any, anything like that? Like has a shoe line or like a, oh, Nikki. Uh, oh, I don't know who does. Everybody. Almost, well, almost not like I'm talking about like athlete, yeah, at big like on that. Like I, I don't hear anybody like athletes. I don't hear anyone else talking about other athletes' shoes. But maybe that is me. Obviously, that's that's Ooh-hoo. definitely you. Um, okay, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I can speak in terms of 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 basketball players. Um, most basketball players who are hella famous mm-hmm. since Michael Jordan have all had shoe deals with various brands. So that's not unusual. If you are a top star in the league, so, you know, top 10 players, they all have or have or still or Mm. have had or will have sneaker deals. So, of course, LeBron and the Kobe's and, I mean, even smaller stars, they've all had sneaker deals with various companies. Um, for example, Steph Curry currently has a deal with Under Armour. And I think Under Armour, for example, when they brought on Steph Curry, they were in the same position. Like nobody was fucking with Under Armour for sneakers. Mm. Right, um, right. And so Steph Curry took a chance on Under Armour. And I think he has some ridiculous contract with them too for life um, mm-hmm. that, you know, he, he can't leave Under Armour and he has like creative rights. And I'm sure he has a major sock 
uh, ownership in Under Armour. But yeah, I mean, he took a chance with Under Armour because, you know, they just, I mean, I mean, honestly, they still aren't really known, well known for their sneakers. Um, so yeah, I mean, brand deals with famous athletes have, mm. you know, gone insane since Jordan did his major, major deal. So that's not uncommon in I, the league. I guess I should rephrase and, okay. and maybe this is the case, but let me, let me put it this way. Okay. I don't hear other people collecting other sports folks shoes. Like I gotcha. hear about people collecting air Jordans. Like so, people yes. like, yeah. So it will never, it, I don't know if any athlete, it will ever be on a level of Michael Jordan and his sneaker mm-hmm. fandom, but they yeah. are a serious sneaker heads that are serious about sneakers. And all yeah. of these, LeBron has like eight collectibles and, you know, it's so. Okay. So it's, it still, gonna, it's out it, there. It's, yeah. Yes, it is certainly mm. out there, but I can, there's nothing that eclipses an Air Jordan of all the editions. Yeah. There's nothing. That's like the top of the top to this day. Yeah. But there are other athletes who have their sneakers that are, you know, that the sneaker heads go up for every time they release okay. the same sneaker over and over. So. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That. Okay. That's what I was thinking. But okay. No. I mean, look. I'm happy. I. I. It definitely sounds like then. Right. Like that deal was sort of the thing that set. Um. Set the precedent. Yes. In that. Yes. You know, for other athletes to get you know market share and all of that, which is phenomenal. Um. But yeah, I was just I was just thinking about like no one. That I again, I'm I'm not in that arena. Thank you for uh, schooling me. You were like, no, no, girl. There there are tons of athletes that got shoes, but I'm like, (laughs) but I just don't. I don't hear people talking about them with the fervor and the like. I got, I mean, cousins that I'm like every time I look on Instagram, they're talking about like Air Jordan. It's always Air Jordans. Like that, they they are collecting them. They have been collecting them. They will continue to collect them. And I just couldn't think of another shoe line that I've heard people. Um, it will never know. be on the scale yeah. of, Air, of, of the Jordan Jordans. Yeah. Um, but there are other, if you're a sneakerhead, you're collecting other sneakers as well. And there right. are a few athletes, like there are certain LeBron releases that people go crazy about. So mm-hmm. it's again, not on Jordan level, but there's that, right. that fandom is still there for other, for other um, athletes. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other thing the movie talked about that um, (laughs) Jens and I were talking about offline and I was like, I'm dumb. I didn't even think about this. So I guess the... um, the 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 guy that's sort of the focus of the the movie, the one that was really instrumental in getting Jordan to sign with Nike, he apparently was part of um, the recent lawsuit um, dealing with student athletes. Um, and I and I did not realize this, but I I did not realize all the um, restrictions, I guess, on student athletes. I, I knew they got scholarship. I assumed that they they got something like I thought they they got paid on some level because. Right. Like there's some I don't know them because I'm not in the sports world, but I recognize how fucking phenomenal college athletes are. And I I think I just kind of assumed that they were getting some sort of deal or they could make deals with other you know companies and make money that way. And Yentl very uh, quickly uh, told me, nope, 
That is not the case. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold oh. on. Let's let me rephrase that. Until oh, okay. like a year and a half ago, the Supreme right. Court right. decided, but now they are. As of like 2023, right. athletes are allowed to uh, make make money in other ways. But that's very recent Supreme Court right. case that was finally decided. Like, not I don't even think it's been two years yet. Yeah, I thought right, and my and my dumbass was like, I just I just assumed like I thought when I was in college, I thought that they were. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I thought that they were getting some, and then like the more we talked about it, like I, you know, I shared with Gentle, it, it dawned on me that oh right, there was also that I do recall the discussions about you know um, folks were making an argument that student athletes are you know employees of the university, and I remember hearing that and being very intrigued by that argument and. You know, because it's one of those areas of law where I kind of nerd out. Like, I think labor law is very, very interesting, labor and employment. Um, and I remember, like, reading, like, some of the articles and the analysis and walking away and being like, yeah, how the fuck are they not employees? Like, they don't have any say in their schedule. Like, they're told when to, like, show up. And, like, basically their whole day is, like, set up by the university because they're there to, you know, play this sport. Like, they can't make any decisions. Um so right, I it is it is incredibly interesting. I'm glad that that's changed, but goddamn, so they like so they were just it was just scholarships that was the only compensation yeah, I college mean, you players got, were getting. Yeah. That you couldn't you couldn't um like get any outside deals until you were out of school, meaning mm-hmm. like if you wanted to be a spokesperson for a local car dealership that wasn't allowed until recently. That's um, crazy. Yeah. So it was your scholarship. They may have, you know, a food stipend, obviously mm. housing stipend, like things were taken right. care of, but that was it. That was it. And it, I mean, yeah. And once you graduated, you got blessed and good luck. There right. was nothing, there was nothing available to them. Um, and because of their schedules were so grueling, it wasn't like oh, I can have another job. You couldn't do right. that because you don't have time for another job. And I'm sure they didn't allow it because they want you to focus on sports and academic academics. Mm-hmm. There was no right. time for making money. So yeah, you, you, they owned you for four years and yeah, you went to school for free. You got room and board and some food for free, but that was it. There was no other compensation. So I but, hope you were really yeah. good so that you mm-hmm. can um, have a career, either the, a professional career. Otherwise you're shit out of luck. But just like, just the sheer, like the amount of money these kids must have been making for these schools. Billions. Yeah. Like I'm like, billions. that's why I just, I feel like a a dumbass because I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the conversation would have been, but I guess just in my head, I was like, oh, they must be getting, they're getting something. Like I knew it it still would not be enough to uh, recoup the amount of money that they were making for the universities. But I, I don't know. I, I thought it was more than just like whatever the academic, you know, school, woman board, whatever. I thought it was something more than that. And to, to realize that that was only something that recently changed was mind blowing because right. Like their whole, their lives were dictated by like their season. Like Mm -hmm. they could, I just remember that. Like I remember them having like grueling workouts, like doing Mm -hmm. like two a days. And then even when it was like off season, they, they still were training. Like it wasn't like they were just like, Oh man, I'm just going to chill for like the next six months. It was like, no, they were fuck. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, yep, I I learned a lot. Um, definitely check out the movie. I thought the the story is really interesting and made me want to obviously read up more about um, just that relationship, the whole Nike, Michael Jordan coming together, and then also about student athletes and, and what that was like before and sort of like yeah, I mean, the I, exploitation I, of student athletes. <laughs> I love the fact that the, the rules have changed. Like, for example, mm. um, um, oh yeah, so NCAA, um, the women's basketball tournament, I don't, you probably didn't follow this either because my girl mm. is not sports literate. I'll just say I that, y'all. Not, I'm just I between me and you and the viewer. We're not listening to Nikki right now. Um, okay, so... <laughs> So between you guys, like a yeah, month go or ahead. two ago, <laughs> a month or two ago, um, LSU women's basketball uh, won the NCAA tournament for women's, and mm. um, there have been a couple of um, players who are like stars in NCAA mm. world. One is Angel Reese, and um, it, I don't know how much you know about the WNBA, but comparatively, the salaries in the WNBA are shit. Oh, shit. That I know. That I, Pure, I mean, that's just right. Okay, shit. Pure yep, shit. Yep. Yeah. And mm-hmm. because of Angel Reese's notoriety over the last year or so, and, you know, her brand as an individual mm-hmm. has built, you know, there's no rush. She said this herself, so I'm, I'm not like misrepresenting her. She said there's no mm-hmm. rush for me to go to NBA to get a shit salary. Like I have have brand deals Right. Me right now, I'm rich right now. So there's oh, no rush. Wow. I can stay yeah. and play for mm-hmm. my my school and win another tournament versus the rush, especially for women, the rush mm-hmm. to go to the WNBA and, and get paid uh, $100,000 or whatever shitty salary they get. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, for her, it was like, oh, you can, I, you could join the draft. And she's like, nah, like I'm good. Like I want to yeah. play with my, my teammates and went, hopefully win another championship versus rushing because the financial gain is not there. So I'm going right. to enjoy this. I get brand deals. I can, you know, partner with this people. She was just in the sports illustrated and the swimsuit issue. Like she's doing her thing. Yeah, and prior wow. to the last like year or two the students were allowed to do this. They couldn't have brand deals. They couldn't have commercials. Like they were property of the university. If the university Mm -hmm. uh, did a commercial, they can be involved, but they had, they can do their own thing and make, have other sources of income. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. That's been, yeah. I mean, I do know. So right with the salary, I did know the, their shit, the WNBA is shit. I think um, I make more than some wise. WNBA players. So, that's and that's like sad. crazy yeah. to me. Yes. That is yes. crazy. I'm pretty and I, sure and I make I, more than a lot of them. Yeah. So, I mean, and I remember, you know, hearing some people talk about it and it's always the argument gets brought up about, well, like, look how much, like how many people watch the WNBA versus like how many people uh, watch like the NBA games. And I hate that because then it's just like a fucking circle jerk. It's like, you know, well, they don't get like, they'll, they don't get the same exposure. So then it like to the outside world, they're like, well, that just reinforces like why they shouldn't make more. And it's like, yeah, but you're not mm-hmm. even giving them the, the same opportunities that these other motherfuckers are getting. Correct. Like correct. It just, so, it, oh. and, that, and that's always the question of equality versus equity. And if you are providing mm-hmm. them the same equity and mm-hmm. the value is the same, then the money would generate, but you don't even mm-hmm. give them 
the same value as you place. First of all, the season is only like a few months. Mm-hmm. NBA is like nine months or eight yeah. months. Uh, I think mm-hmm. the WNBA season is like three or four months max. And that's Jesus. if you make the playoffs. So you're playing a short year and then, um, you know, they don't advertise as much. Um, right. I think now I'm going to say this, and this is literally within the last 365 days. The tide has now is officially being turned with the WNBA. They got a hell of a way to go. But I think with these new stars that are coming up, it, it, there is more interest. So I think it's going yeah. to change. But that's okay. slowly but surely. I mean, they just right. they just changed the branding. And this is branding, right. Nikki, on the mm. NCAA tournament. They weren't calling it the NCAA women's basketball tournament they were it just had like bat women's basketball tournament they couldn't even brand it oh really yes nikki that's how bad it is that's how insidious is they couldn't even brand it the same way they didn't even have the same branding during march madness oh that just changed this year so when you again it's a question of equity versus equality and we want equity we don't need equality we want Mm -hmm. equity and that is different when you you, can, yeah. you can't even have they didn't even have the same branding for the same fucking tournament that's trash. Um, so anyway, my long story short, that is changing. I, there is more interest in the WNBA. We still got wise to go. They're not still. We know the salaries are trash. The fact mm-hmm. that the salary is trash is the reason why Brittany Griner was the, in fucking Russia for right. she didn't she didn't need to be right. there. And you know why she right. has to go there because she can't afford. Her right. lifestyle on one right. WNBA four month salary. She had to supplement mm-hmm. because they pay her way more and way better in these uh, European countries to do the yep. same amount of work. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get on this tangent, but I am happy that the girls and the guys prior to them leaving and, you know, potentially not having a career, because again, let's think about it. Athletes are. Their athletes are based on their health and their talent. And if your health goes mm-hmm. down, you, you're not you you can't play and then you right. can't make money. So I think right. it is it is in everyone's interest, especially athletes, to be able to make money until they can't make money anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no. And that so that ties to what you were talking about um, before. Right. With. Uh, well, I'll let you you introduce that uh oh, that yeah. other topic so, yeah yeah in aligning with that you know i um it's a hot topic on the internet right now and i'll put my little two cents in um i there was there's an interview circulating around with gabrielle union and if you don't know who gabrielle union is she's an actress um and she is married to retired nba star Dwayne wait i really hope y'all know who gabrielle union is you probably I hope so because I, w- I was about like, to say like if you do how do you not know she has been in all things black since <laughs> we were kids. the beginning of blackness <laughs> like i don't even know like if and you she looks exactly if, the same by the way exactly the same she she is a vampire she she absolutely there there is a handful of them gabrielle union is one if gabrielle union pharrell uh how many black vampires are there <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, it's it's that actress from Say the Last Dance, not not Terry, uh, oh, not Terry Wilson, the other one. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes, I do. Uh, God damn it, that's the one that's that's married that her father's married to Beyonce's mom. Yes, yeah. yes, she, yeah, her. I, I don't even know. Bianca she looks, Lawson, she exact, Bianca Lawson, exactly <laughs> the same. She is still yes. playing seventeen-year-olds. I swear to God, she <laughs> showed up in some WBCW <laughs> shit, and I was like, that bitch has been forty-five for a minute. 
But good for her, because you know yes. what? If I didn't know, I would say, no, she does look like she she's a freshman in college. Sure. Okay. <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. Uh, okay. I'm done. Uh, Continue. Okay. Uh, <laughs> rant closed on G- Gabriel Union. Sorry, but, Gabriel Union. Okay. <laughs> I know. Okay. If you don't know her, she's married to Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, who is a retired NBA player. He won uh, with Miami Heat a few years, including uh, with and without LeBron James, by the way. So uh, they are married. They obviously live a very wealthy life. <laughs> he is, he's made a few hundred million in his career. She probably hasn't made that much, but she's not a broke bitch. Uh, she's been successful no, she's... over almost 30 years. So she's, she's mm-hmm. doing well herself. Um, mm-hmm. And she was talking about the anxiety and the stress that comes with being a, not just a head of household in her own world, but she's heads of households for other people in her life. And the stress of, you know, making sure that next check comes in and, um, you know, they're always, she has to get up and fucking work. You know, there's no luxury mm-hmm. life. She's, she's still working. And she said in her house, they split her and, uh, Dwayne Wade split bills 50, 50, because they both take care of other people in their life. Mm-hmm. And that shit costs money and you got to bring money in. And she, she was talking about the pressure that that has on her, meaning, you know, she is not just taking care of her. She's taking care of a lot of people and long story short of it. Hey, they're both rich, but they still need to figure out how to fucking make the next dollar. And that's unfortunate that, you know, when you're an athlete, your career pretty much settles around early forties. That's Mm kind of it, you know, and that's a good career. That's not a bad bad career could be early twenties. You know, a good career is your son setting around 40. But Mm -hmm. we live to 40, 50 years after that. So what are you going to do with the next 40 to 50 years of your life? And Mm -hmm. you got to start thinking about those things. So the shelf life of an athlete is low, especially Mm -hmm. if your career athlete is low. And then after that, you know, you've hopefully made enough money to be okay, but the money don't stop. So you still have to start thinking of ways to, you know, bills don't stop and you know, if you're an athlete, most likely, especially if you're a black athlete, I can't speak for others, but most most athletes in general, and that's all races, you people are relying on you. It's not just you and maybe your two kids and a dog and your mm-hmm. wife. You have a team of people relying on you. You know, you got agents, yeah. you got extended family, you got friends that you, you help take care of. I mean, there's so many people relying on you. So once that 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 shelf life is done, it's like, now what? So, you know, funny enough, this interview has been circulating, but I had saw that he was hosting, he means Dwayne Wade was hosting a game show. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is Dwayne Wade doing hosting a game show? But I'm thinking about <laughs> that, it like, yeah. hey man, mm-hmm. they got, they got bills. You got to fucking yeah. figure out the next hustle. Right, right. Yeah, bills, yeah. Game shows, commercials, and fashion. You got to hustle. I mean, and that doesn't stop. And I mean, we're just all products of capitalism, but the bills got to be paid if I want to maintain this lifestyle. So that's got to be so, I mean, you know, I'm sure we all, to a certain extent, have certain stresses you yeah, know, when it comes financial to family. Right, yes. right, right, right. And, and, you know, and family and making sure your family's okay. But, you know, something that came up when, um, so when we finished watching Air, kind of tying it together, um, you know, so when we, we got, we saw the, the 400 million in passive income, me and the husband were talking about it. And, you know, I said to him, I was like, there, there is definitely a dollar amount 
that would make me feel really uncomfortable and would like stress me out more than it would like do good for me. Like the, mm-hmm. the, the negatives would outweigh the, the benefit, the benefits. And, you know, and when I, what I was effectively trying to say was that, right. It's like, then it becomes, I would feel like the, I don't want to say expectation because I don't think people in my life would expect me to take care of them, but I, I think I would put that on myself mm-hmm. and that would be hard. Like that would be a lot. Like, I don't know. I I think that would just stress me out in terms of like trying to manage that and making sure the people that I care about are okay. And And so I I can only imagine that's the problem. I, you know, there's, I think you're right. Like there's like you, we know about the poverty stress, right. Of like not knowing, you know, am I going to be able to pay that bill? Oh, I got, I got to eat. Like, I know that stress, the poverty level of stress and like trying right. to figure out where my next meal is going to, how I'm going to pay the rent, how I'm going to get to, you know, work, things like that. Mm-hmm. But then I think there is a moment where you are comfortable. You're not worrying about the day to day of, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to be fed. I'm going to have housing. I'm going to have like my bare minimums met. And then that, mm-hmm. like you said, there becomes a level of money where now you have a lot of money. And right. if you are a person that is surrounded by people who don't have a lot of money, which most of us are, mm-hmm. now you're taking care of people and now you're worried about how to do that and manage. I mean, there's just like levels of stress. So yeah, I'm no right. longer, and I was thinking about that. I'm like, oh, she's a millionaire. She's this, but that doesn't mean the stress stops. Right. You are, Right. Like you, how you, do you- yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You literally like, yes. Is, is she not worried about her next meal? No, but she's worried about how the fuck she has to keep. She got to keep the money train going and she's mm-hmm. taking care of many people in her world, you know, whether it's via just taking care of family members or paid people who do things for her. She has to make sure right. she's able to pay them. So right. yeah, bitch, get up, go to work, do your job. I mean, there's levels of stress and, um, you know, yeah. that doesn't go away no matter what your income level is. Right. Right. But man, that 400 million, when I was like that, I couldn't, I was like, I, I, that's, that, that's just too much. Like that would, that would, I would feel the weight of the world because at that point it's like, how do I not take care of everyone? Like, how do I not, like, even if they're not expecting me to, like, if I'm just, if I'm just sitting on a mountain of like, at that point, like you're putting, like, we were joking about it. We were like, if, if I just took like, I'm sure this the math isn't right, but it's, you know, so, something like, you know, you take 15 million and just let it sit in like a basic fucking like savings account, like probably just the fucking interest. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. like uh, it's that level of richness that like the basic 1%, whatever that you're getting in interest is like actually a good chunk of fucking money. So it just becomes like, how do you not how do you, how do you not take care or yeah. How do you not take care of everyone around you when like you have that level of wealth? How do you not like, I don't know, shit, like 
I don't know. Yeah. So it's it's right. You, we all know the poverty side and and those stresses. But yeah. when we were talking about it, like there was that real like we both kind of came to that place of like, oh, no, no, there's a real there's a certain dollar amount where like I would be really fucking stressed. And yeah. I'm like, and I don't think yeah. I actually don't think it's that much. I think it'd be like Same. After, after like five million. <laughs> I'd be like, you yeah. know what? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. You could just you could just take this. Just say, yeah. yeah, I don't I don't need that. I don't mm. I just want to make sure I'm I'm okay. I can I can do a little bit for the people that I love, you know, enough that like hopefully give them a little a nice little egg that they can put at the bank, but after that, oh no, 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 I don't want that. That's just, ooh, that's too much. So yeah, I don't, I don't know how, but I know they're doing fine, you know. Yes, Gabrielle and Union I know and, she knows and, they're doing fine, right, but there right. is this, that level of, I got to keep doing fine. So let's right, find that next, right. uh, the commercials and the things yeah. and all of that to keep us, keep us going. I'd love to see it. Can I? Show. Can I just say, I would love to see her do some sort of, you know, game show. I I would love, I don't know what it would be. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I want to see Judge Gabby. I want to see hmm. fucking, if Steve Harvey can do, I don't know. I saw some God knows whatever thing he's doing this time. Yes. I, I, he's a judge now. I saw some yeah, posts for I saw him. That. talking about him being, oh my, what? I, I saw a commercial like, for that. Yeah. Okay. What well, won't I want Steve judge Harvey Gabby. do? I mean, look, but he he's probably doing the same thing where it's like he's just yeah, got to keep hustling. Yeah, he got to keep so, motherfucking hustling. Yep, I get yeah. it. I get it. But give me Judge Gabby. I want Judge Gabby. I want her to just speak truth. I want her to just cut people off when they start talking about some craziness. I want that. So I'm putting it out there in the universe. Okay. I'd like to see that happen. So Gabrielle Union, make it make it happen. Talk to people. I'll pitch it. Fuck. Hire me. I know you're stressed with money, but whatever. Just, you know, I'm not asking for She's trying to figure out how to get less people on payroll. And you know, hire me. Right. I'm like, put me on the payroll. Put me. <laughs> Add me. Sorry. Is that adding to your stress? Fuck. Okay. You know what? Never mind. Whatever. Whatever. Someone else can do it, but I would love it. I'd love to see it. So, okay. Interesting. Let's, yes. let's see what happens in the future for them. Yes, 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 yes. yes. All right. I Ooh. guess it's time it's for time. the big pivot. This is very a big pivot, but okay. it's that time of the night. And um, ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is, y'all. It is motherfucking yes. New Jersey trivia. Trivia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It is my turn this week. Um, this may yes, be ma'am. really easy because I got it off like latest headlines. Um, so, mm. um, oh sure, I, okay. I don't. Let's I see. mean, I, I feel like you're more in tune with Jersey things. So that's a lie. Okay, okay, you know what? Let me stop. Let me not set myself up. Just, just Look, go for it. it. Let's if see. If it travels Let's see what all the way down to Texas, that I heard about it, that I know you know about it. Okay. All right, sure. The town of Old Bridge was in for a surprise when this food item was found (laughs) in the woods. (laughs) Okay, okay. I think I hope it is what I'm thinking. I hope it is. (laughs) Because if it's not, then then there's two crazy stories that were out there. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I'm gonna say a pasta. 
Yes, you're correct. Ding, 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 ding. You did it, Joe. Yes. So, so crazy story. Did they figure it out? Not, yeah. Well, yes, they did. So if you haven't okay, learned, okay. Um, there, <laughs> there was a series of like social media posts from a woman who lives in Old Bridge. She took a picture. There was pounds and pounds <laughs> of what they originally thought was cooked pasta yeah, like just yep. on like a river brook just like roll like just strong out like pals not the like a couple the pictures are crazy yeah the yeah. pictures are crazy y'all google it, it if you have nuts. not seen it when you yeah. get a chance the pictures are insane just like tons mm-hmm. of pasta um mm-hmm. and they found out why and who it came from so first of all they thought it was cooked because by the time it got to it it was so wet and soggy mm-hmm. that it just kind of right. melted in the atmosphere so it looked like cooked mm-hmm. food but it wasn't originally did someone some at- okay i'm like what asshole would just like come outside and dump like pounds of pasta was it is, right. there, a pasta? Pasta. is there a yeah. right is there a pasta factory nearby um, right right no um, what we did learn, however, <laughs> what we did learn that, no, it, that was not the case, even though this is even strange. It's, it's still strange no matter how you want to parse the story. But yeah. we learned that um, a, a, a vet's mom had passed away okay. and apparently had a ton of pasta. You know how old people are. They store a shit ton of yeah. things in the house. Yeah. But I don't think yeah. the vet is also in the right mind. And he thought the best way to dispose of it was to just dump it out near the river. And he did. <laughs> um, so he was cleaning out mama's house, disposed of all the pasta and just left piles and piles and piles of dried pasta, which it which turned wet pasta because it just stayed out in the rain in the water. Um, so yes, there was, but I mean, there's just so many questions. Like, why did he think that was the best way to so- take care of I, I don't how know. How did they figure it out? How did they, they figure that I don't, out? I don't even know how they figured it out, but they figured it out. And I don't think they're going to press any charges because apparently he's not in the right state of mind either. Um, so the mystery what? is solved. It wasn't like a restaurant. I had so many theories in my head. I'm like, is there an Italian restaurant nearby? Um, right. Did right. it fall off it a truck? It fell out of a truck? Right. Yeah, exactly. like, it was just That's so many I things I thought. Yep. I'm like, or is this like a, a, a fucking prank? Like by, you know. Right. Some, no, it's just a guy and he's not in the right. He just, but I don't can know. I? Can I just say though, I mean, you already said he's not in the right mind, but before yeah. you said that, I was like, um, if he was cleaning out a, a relative's home, because Lord, I remember when we were cleaning out my mom's house, we're getting her ready for uh, a nice apartment living. We're like, hey, let's pack it up. Man, <laughs> she had some stuff. Oh, bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank that you. is a sneeze. Yes, it was. But <laughs> she, when she could not let go of some stuff like, I'm talking about, I mean, I'm sure we, well, maybe I shouldn't assume, but uh, I think a bunch of us have a relative who just holds on to like spices for like decades. <laughs> relatives? Like, How about me? Right, right. <laughs> oh like my relative. God. Yes. Oh my God. I was like, mom, we have not used Mrs. Dash since 1987. <laughs> like you have not, you will not be using this. We, I'm pretty sure you're allergic to the shit. And this is why we stopped using it. Like I, she could not let it go. And I, when I tell you by the end, like 
people like people were trying to tell me like, oh, you should sell it or you should donate or take it to this place and blah blah blah. I was like, I will just dump this shit out on the street. I don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if they come after me. I don't care if I get a a, a fine. I I cannot do this. So when you first started that story, I was like, oh, I get it. He got fed up with some family member and was like, I'm I'm just gonna throw this all out right here. I can't do this anymore. Just just take it. I'm just gonna throw it out and let's see what happens. But no, that sounded like he he yeah. And he threw yeah. it and he threw it by a river. Yeah. Like of all the like yeah. I can understand like if it was in a dumpster and then it rained yeah. and then it was just no. like a dumpster full of pasta. He no. was like, Oh, let me just yeah, okay, he's not yeah. right. No. He's not in the right mind. Okay. Sad. Um Well, I I am glad I got this one. Let me let me say that. Let's let's <laughs> into a positive i am i am so happy i got this one i think it's hilarious that yes. that's i did not realize that story made it down there story I- got viral <laughs> the story went viral and on the internet the puns are wild a lot of puns were made <laughs> wait give me one give me one of the puns um, i gotta hear one of the puns was like uh his name they, they found out who did it his <laughs> his name was like uh like me. What's the, what is it? Oh, God damn it! It's not like 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 rigatoni or something like yeah, something like that. Something, some pasta derivative. Yeah, they, some they were pasta delivery. Okay. Blah blah all blah. Right. Yes. Okay, all right. Oh yes. lord, that's just craziness. Yeah, yes. folks, Google, Google the photos. It looks nuts. It looks. I thought <laughs> it really I did think does. it either fell out of a truck or it was a prank. You're absolutely yes. right because I'm like that is insane. There's the, no the f- way. Yeah, I, w- I do remember one. Once they were trying to figure out who the fuck did it, they were calling it Mission mm. Impossible. Like, yeah, the puns were wild. <laughs> Mission Impossible. Oh, oh yes. Jersey. I know. And I, I and know. I know Old Bridge, too. I didn't even realize that was the uh, the town. I it used was Old to, Bridge. Uh, yeah, I spent the first couple years of uh, my Jersey life in Old Bridge. Crazy. That, yeah. And I think Old Bridge is technically central Jersey, I okay. think. Okay, yeah, I think so. Saying, I think uh-huh. you're right. Yeah, I got some ties, although I hate it still. But you know, I'm trying, trying to be better. I, I got some ties there. So, okay. Um, well, <laughs> I will be up next week. Uh, I'll see what I can find uh, before we go. Miss Yentel, do you want to do your um, your your fun uh, recap episode yes. recap? Um, go watch Air. Um, I slept on it. Literally, I turned it on and fell right to sleep. So (laughs) I I need to actually watch it myself. So I'll do my homework tonight. You should. Yep. Um, Pay these kids, pay the kids and pay these women. Like, let's start supporting them. And more importantly, let them, everybody can get this money. Because again, yeah, entertainment and sports, short-lived careers let them figure it out why they can and yep. finally um impossible eat all the pasta because <laughs> we love pasta we're from new jersey of course we like pasta so, of course we love pasta of course yes, yes. It's, it's, um, a, it's a it's a crazy story but it was very fitting at the same time because we do love our pasta we do love oh and i'm God. sure that was a little italian old lady who hoarded pasta from the 1970s probably, so probably um, bless her soul oh. Bless her soul. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, We'll talk to you next week. Until then, keep a jersey. Keep a jersey. uh, 
Bye. Bye.